let's just give a simple, this is obviously just our take, yes? Because you can't describe non-duality. It's indescribable, it's unknowable, it's incomprehensible, and it's us, really. That's the point, it's us. So there's no need to know it because it's us, it's incomprehensible because it's us, and you're not gonna experience it because it's us, yeah? So you are it, so to speak. So the message of non-duality is two words, non means not, duality means two. So as we're sitting here right now, we're experiencing a subjective experience, but we, we believe it's as an object, yeah? So that's duality, that's dualism right there. So the whole basic premise of non-duality never showed up until everything uh, wasn't working because of duality, so to speak, yeah? So what we are, sort of like, like the first video we ever did was a, a simple example of a, a lion and a mother lion and a young lion and the mother gets killed and then the young lion's roaming around, doesn't know what it really is or it isn't. And it comes upon a herd of sheep and it starts moving towards the sheep and the sheep knows what it is. So they get a little nervous, but then they realize the lion doesn't know it's a lion, so to speak. And it gets introduced into the herd and starts living like a sheep as it best it could. And, you know, listening to people, you know, other sheep complaining about who's going to be the next sweater and all this and that, you know, and it's just doing the best it can. It's not feeling that great, but it doesn't know any better. And so it has baby with another, with a sheep and the kids look pretty strange, but they just rationalize it away. And you, it becomes a great elder in the sheep herd. Yeah, but always this irritability, restless discontent because it's not a sheep, really. So one day it's hanging out with the sheep, chewing cud. And lo and behold, a giant old lion comes running down the hill and starts chasing the herd. And it sees the young lion out of the corner of its eye. And it goes, wow, the young lion's uh, joining me in the hunt, but then realizes the young lion's run, running with the sheep. So it veers off and tackles the young lion. The young lion rolls in the dirt and looks at, up at the old lion and goes, Mr. Lion, please, I'm just a humble sheep. Now the old lion's a little perplexed, just grabs the young lion, drags it to the water hole, and then puts both of their heads out. And the young lion sees the old lion's reflection as its own and bamo, it gets that it's a lion, yeah? It doesn't get that it's, see, this is the dilemma, which we're gonna to get to in a minute. So it gets, it gets the whack and then the old lion goes roar and it roars. It doesn't have to take a three month course of roaring. It's, it's nature is to roar, yeah? So it's suddenly that unsuspected inner resource that was living under this identification as a sheep comes to the surface, yeah? It's a lion, it's never not been a lion. It was never a sheep, very, whack the whole thing no time no space bamo okay what happens this is where the parable ends in the old scriptures but what is necessary is actually what happens after this because after this the old lion says okay i've done my job i delivered the message and it takes off the young lion can't keep looking and trying to remember the reflection of the old lion maybe he gets a picture or whatever to try to keep re-triggering this sense of being the young lion. So it starts walking away from the pond and 
first of all, hey, I can I can eat one of those sheep. And after a few steps, it's now back into the sheep programming and the sheep programs telling it, it just had an incredible lion experience. So now the, the lion as the sheep starts seeking to become a lion, but as a sheep, yeah? This is the dilemma that non-duality arose to, to deal with. The dilemma of being reality and then wanting to attain reality. This is the assumption Ramana Maharshi puts out. He says, the greatest mystery is being ourselves reality, wanting to attain reality. What? Yeah. So why, how would reality ever want to attain reality? Obviously, if it's clear of its own nature, reality. Well, because there's activity, a mental activity that has you as a sheep, so to speak. So even though it was living as a sheep, acting like a sheep, trying to, thinking like a sheep, seeing everything from a sheep's point of view, once it saw the old lion's head in the water, it whacked. That whole years and years of sheeping was erased immediately by its inherent nature. And it wasn't like, oh, suddenly the sheep voice started going down. I, I can't believe I become a lion. No, it was always a lion. It wasn't like the sheep became a lion it was suddenly, wow, I became a lion at that pond. No, it had always been a lion. This is the dilemma. But that mental state that we're relying on sees you as a sheep, yeah? So you're listening to something talk to you all day and you have a sense of what that you is, but it ain't, that ain't it. So that which you're not is talking to you as if it's you, yeah? Why do you think thoughts aren't being broadcast here? They're being played to some audience, yeah? If you are that, why would something have to convince you to do something? We see it in recovery quite a lot, yeah? That the head is trying to convince something, some vague something in there to do something, like it wants to lead you to a drink. If it was you, why would it have to lead you to the drink? It would just drive right to the drink. To begin with, there would be no thought necessary to convince anything because it's already convinced. It says, I want a drink, but the head says it wants a drink, but it needs to convince you because you're the audience and it doesn't have any power. It uses your power to go get the drink. It has the want, it has the desire, but it doesn't have the legs. Yeah, doesn't have the mouth. It wants to fucking get up to something and it needs you, yes? So what is that you it needs? It's presenting itself as you. What is that you it's presenting itself to be you as? What? So the message is, the message is, oh, beautiful. The lion takes off and then everything goes well, but it doesn't. Not where I am, not in spiritual communities I've seen. It's the, no matter how profound that whack of being a lion is, in time, the sheep program kicks in. And if you don't know it, you're gonna look from it, yeah? If you don't have a warning, all the warnings after the fact aren't gonna work because you will take every warning about, you may, you may become a sheep as a sheep, yes? So once the self is established, the only idea is I gotta get out of this thing. I've gotta get out of self. And let's say in recovery, 
the alcoholic of my type is willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. This is self trying to get out of fucking self. The whole point is you're not self. That's the whole point. So this is not like any other path because you don't go to non-Buddhism. You don't. You don't go to non-Judaism. You don't go to non-Catholicism. There's there is no... I'd see a great need in negating some of that shit, but in <laughs> there's not a, a great need in, you know, to negate it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, I got to negate Catholicism through non-Catholicism. This is all about where, where we're starting. We're starting at a mental point. And we are before that mental point, but the mental point always looks this way. When it looks this way, it has a picture of you with a happy face and it stops all your investigation. Oh, that's just me. That's just me. And now you're looking for the authentic self, some other insane thing, the authentic self or radical awareness or pure, who the hell, you wouldn't, it's like pure water. If you're seeing water, oh, there's the pure. <laughs> there's you know what I mean you don't just you tell me sit at a river and you tell me when the pure water comes by and then it's uh, then it's, give me a break this is all made up in the head so, you know because it's a denial of the dog shit awareness which is the gateless gate the gateless gate isn't on the top of a mountain in Tibet it's right where you are you're the head that you're not is playing the gatekeeper you're sitting there ex trying to extract tolls and stopping the da, da, da. <laughs> Oh, I accidentally muted you. Can you hear me? Michael. There you go. Sorry. I I think I'm, we're going to have to deal with this, Michael. I think unconsciously you're trying to sabotage and then bitch slap that <laughs> I think no, there's the, deep something underneath there. It was the person that I muted that was, had the sabotage. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it, ain't you? Yeah. There's a deep thing that's sabotaging this. Everyone here is, has cognitive dissonance. This is duality. Not every guy on your team is going for the win. <laughs> there's, there's, a of, there's a lot of agendas happening. And the beauty is to stop calling them all you. Yes, seriously. And then by calling them, some of them, not you, you actually reinforce another you. It's the whole, the whole thing is not you. You cannot be, that which is perceiving right now cannot be the perceived. So if you're believing, you're thinking, you're seeing, you're hearing, you're feeling, and that you're is pictured as a body, that's the exact thing that gets negated through non-duality. The assumption that the perceiving is the perceived is erroneous. Yeah, and a great Zen master dropped it around 1200 and he says very, very clearly, whatever, whatever can be perceived, whatever cannot be that which is perceived. 
this is non-duality. Yeah, because this is our head has us as a body that's the subject. The body is having a subjective experience instead of there's a subjective, it's like being on a on a one of those things in, at the amusement park. The roller coaster. The roller coaster, yeah. You you're taking yourself to be the seat in the roller coaster. You think the roller coaster, the seat is having the subjective experience. So in this place of rides, this is the biggest ride. This is the ride. This is triggering the subjective experience. Yeah. So we're wanting to get off of a lot of rides and get on a lot of rides, but we don't see there's an identification as this. This is the ride. Yeah. So the subjectivity by the mental, the mental has had like a, a fucking shamanistic black magic wedding where it wedded the subjectivity with the object like a hybrid so now you're experiencing contact conscious contact but you say it's you this thing that's completely unconscious have you ever seen an inert dead body that body may not have any scars if you took the eyes out and put it in a live body it would probably uh have you know uh channel the 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 uh, sense of seeing yeah if you you know what i mean you took something out of the dead body it probably would work in a live body yeah but this is what the head does so here's a statement simple statement whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving then go to your head and listen just for two minutes the head because the head constantly has the exact opposite basis of its whole narrative that the perceived is what's perceiving Paul is conscious. <laughs> Subjectively, yes, but not objectively. And you in the mental state is pictured as an object. And you, this the mental state is broadcasting constantly its little narrative. And unless you recognize the unsuspected inner resource as the unsuspected inner resource, because the head has recognized the unsuspected in resource and named it and defined it as neutered it. Yeah, it calls it God or something, whatever. But the true unsuspected resource is reality in the act of wanting to attain reality. Yeah, so I do not want you to, to find the inner resource. I want you as a head to live completely unsuspecting oh, oh. of the inner resource. So the inner resource can have some huge amount of influence in your life instead of getting neutered by the claiming of it from the head. Yes. So that inner resource is fantastic, unsuspected. It does fucking great. Yeah. It's if you think it's in the backseat of the car and yet you start noticing when you say you wanted to go left, you're going straight. Well, there you go. The backseat driver is now running the show unsuspectedly by the fucking mental resource. <laughs> so the mental, it's like that thing in Disney World where they, you get on a boat, it should be obvious when you get on the boat, there's like nine steering things and everyone sits in there and you go through a jungle and then you go near a hippopotamus and the water comes in and it's like, oh, I made the wrong turn. And you act out as if, and it's run by a computer, you know? So everyone isn't making any of the turns, but the narrative, you got really excited. Oh, I fucked up, whatever. And then, wow, I made it through. 
but so let that head unsuspect the inner resource, please. Once this is what happens in spirituality, the spirit because spirituality is like any other path, drug addiction, they're all paths. You're trying to get out of self as self, basically. Yeah. And this, but in this path, the spirituality, the unsuspected inner resource becomes suspected, and now you have concepts of. Now you you think you know what it's going to look like when you're enlightened or when it's it's worse. It is. It's more shit you're going to have to flot some out of the situation. Yeah. Just stay dumb. Yeah. Just keep looking out like you always do. Don't try to. All you're going to see is your own fucking funhouse mirror reflection. It's just mutated. Never loved. It's just it's. The whole space is there, and yet there's one mirror, right, situated. As soon as you go introspective, all you see is you. That's why people are getting more ill. They need to jump in cold water, not another therapy session. They do. They need to get Zen bitch slapped or something, because it's not working. You're just knowing, you're trying to get to the bottom of something that doesn't have a bottom. <laughs> It's not deep, it's surface, it's running over, yeah? So non-duality is the negation of duality. Duality as in a personal event is called dualism. They use that term, which is a, a, high, a mixing up of subject object, which is duality, yes? So this, the subject of living would be doing, yeah? Mixing it up with the object, with an object is the doer, yeah? So doing's happening, the head says there's gotta be a doer, yeah? Thinking, I gotta be a thinker. Feeling, gotta be a feeler, and guess what? It pictures you as this body you see in a mirror as the thinker, the feeler, the doer, the haver, the loser. And I'll tell you something, you know, I have a truck and it's like a half ton pickup. It doesn't do well with three tons. So if you make this like the center of the universe and it's all you think about, it's just too much. It's, 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 it's farts at the wrong time. You know, it burps, it's fucking, things are sticking out of the nose or a little like yesterday's bagel still there. It's not, you know, it's, it's just, the greatest day I ever had was seeing I'm not this. For this, this, this was like, whoo, get this fucking giant two-ton monkey off of me. Yeah, now it, it, it has a level of enough. It doesn't try to find solace in 800 cookies. It eats a few cookies, feels fine, yeah, and moves on. It's not trying to be, it's, the head isn't treating it as the subjectiveness of this life. It's treating it like an object, finally, yeah. It doesn't have a giant 800 page manual. It's, if it's too hot, it gets uncomfortable. When it, when it loses its ass as it's gotten older, it needs more cushions. It's not like a big, yeah, you can start telling. <laughs> it's like a Toyota, it drives great, just change the oil, yeah? But why, don't, please don't call it you, please. And the head, that's what the head's doing now. There's a huge narrative going on. And as you're hearing it, there's an assumption that you're hearing about you. 
Yeah. And so it reinforces itself all day. What do you think it, why do you think the head obsesses? It's just to reinforce the identification because the identification is on shaky ground. It's not true. So it has to be reinforced constantly. When you land in that unsuspected inner resource, there's not a huge amount of billboards and advertising. Inner resource is just something you get, yeah? You feel it in your gut, yeah? And it becomes, it doesn't need to be re-engaged all the time. It is. There is an I am in all of us. There is the sense of existing in all of us. And the head has claimed that I am and called it Paul, and it's using the beat of the I am to verify it's being alive. All of it's running around like crazy is rooted in the claiming of the existence of I am and making it sound like it's Paul that's existing. And for that to continue, it has to reinforce it constantly with thoughts and everything else, yeah? Everything that happens is seen how it, Everything is seen as how it pertains to this. That's called self-centeredness. It's not you being centered, it's self-centeredness, yeah? So the whole information center gets, pulls it all in and just feeds it into, reinforces this idea of self, which is the feeling, the sense of a long-lasting independent separate entity who is a subject, but is, appears as an object. Non-duality. This is why it came up. People, you would think, just like in AA, it says, turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power. Now, the assumption, if the assumption is that you can't do that, that that's why we have the rest of the steps. Yeah. In other words, the life that you seem to think you have, it doesn't seem to be under your control. Something else is taking it over, a lower power. So all you can do is make a decision to turn your will and life over because it's not in your possession to turn it over. You've been taken over by the mental activity, truly. Yeah. And so same. So basically, if, that, if this was your life, then it would have been three steps. You would have seen your fuck. You would see that you're not fucked if you listen to this idea, and then you would turn your will life over to this idea, and there you go, merry way. But there's something going on that we don't know is going on. That's what allows it to go on, yeah? And it's a very quick claiming of whatever's happening by the mental state, yeah? There is something called conscious contact, which is the engagement. This is the trigger of this event. Consciousness, not you, consciousness and contact. Then as time shows up, and in time, the head rises and claims whatever's going on to infer that it's going on to you or you're doing it or being done to by it. Somehow, you, at this abstract idea, now becomes the character of the whole narration. Now... People try to change the narration, make it a better narration. Why not see that you're not the narration? Yeah, maybe uh, instead of trying to work on that, which doesn't seem to really have the ability, it's not like AI, it's like a, a program. Yeah, it can only go so far, it doesn't get it. Yeah, that's why self keeps trying to get out of self. It doesn't learn. 
by all of its failed attempts, it just comes up with, well, if I only manage better, it'll work next time. It just cannot see, self can't get out of self. You have to see it. So you don't go along with that idea of self trying to get out of self. You, as the audience is playing to, you do not give your consent to that manufacturing of self. That's all. Your attention and interest, really the migration can start if you hold the idea it may not be you that's talking to you. If you can see it as foreign or other than you, a possibility triggers, which is I can be free from it. And I bet you something will start and it will appear in your life, but it won't be in your life. It will be the influence. It'll be the of and the always of life. And you'll start seeing things not from self, but you'll see self. There's no self, but you'll see this. The seeing from self, you'll see that from somewhere else. And you, something you'll just, it'll be like an unspoken yes or a fucking last answer, whatever it may be, but it can put an end to a lot of the shenanigans. Yeah. Not that the head is going to learn, but you're going to lose interest in it all. You really are. And if you lose interest in duality, there's going to be a gaining of interest. And that's the joy. And who wants to describe what it looks like when you gain interest in something other than self? I'd much rather have you have the joy of finding out because it's fucking awesome. I'd hate if someone tries, oh, well, this is how it's going to be. No, you'll find out how it is for you. But first, see what you're not. Because you're not going to arrive there through that, because you are already here. And this does never admit that. It will try, I, it was the shortest journey, the quickest path. What was it? You know, it's a, what's the fast path? But it's still a path, still a journey. There's no journey or path concerning your own condition. It's readily available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary, other than ones your head makes up. And if you're not pledging allegiance to your head, you'll fucking walk right by its fucking requirements. You will. There you go. That's it, really. That's what happens. The pause gets drawn out beautifully. It's a note that won't be lost by stretching it. It'll, it can stretch out over all the time that you got here on this ride or as this ride. This one note can stretch all the way. 80 years, 90 years, one day, two hours, doesn't matter. It doesn't lose the note by getting stretched out. Yeah. You'll hear it though, you will. It's like a bell you'll never forget. And in my case, it's became the last answer. And the last answer takes the need for any other answer away concerning a very big topic called life. Yeah. And it's been it's been hovering at the number one setting as last answer for 20 fucking years now i don't see any new answers coming and if they're coming through the mail i'm not opening any of my mail anyway so i'll miss it i'll miss the delivery yeah
<laughs> it's like you parasite. You're already you're already outside the plane. <laughs> yeah. I saw something. Yeah. And it triggered seeing a lot of something. And the head is manufactured. So you can see it because you're not. Yeah, you are before everything, like it or not. It's not something you have to struggle and Herculean journey to get before. You are essentially before everything. Yeah, you're before every thought. You're before every feeling. You're before everything. Yeah. And you can see what you used to look from. And it is a mental state. in time and very, very defined space. I don't even like to use the word space because it's very defined, but time, yeah? And you add time to anything, it can look very strangely different. Yes, you can. And so time does things. It's like a magic trick. And one of the things it does that's captured by the great master Ramana Maharshi, is that the head, there's a presupposing of the body being the existing one. Yeah, it says presupposing of a non-existent thing, which would be a body. Yeah, what's it presupposing? That it's an existing thing. And the thing is what's existing. Yeah, so this is the presupposing. Pre is important. Pre is before. So presupposing of a non-existent thing that it's existing and then wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. If this is the case, and because he said it, it is probably. If this is the case, the next thing that will happen, your spiritual practices themselves will be reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? That's a damn good pair of spiritual slippers to put on. Yeah. That one set off an avalanche in me. It was sort of like, uh, yep, there you go. <laughs> so the presupposing. So that would mean the activity of the head, which I call selfing. The selfing is what is happening and then the selfing is used to imply there's a self. Yeah. So selfing is the producer of an effect called self. And then that self is presupposed. And now you call me and say you've been selfing all day. Or selfing's been driving you crazy. How did that happen? Yeah. There's the selfing. Then there's the idea that it's you, it's implying you, yeah? Because all this activity is pointing, it, it's, it's subtly painting a picture for the audience and then we imagine it and there it goes. So there's the presupposing of this non-existent thing and now, okay, it's gonna practice shit, but when it's practicing shit, it doesn't see the practicing, it sees the practicer. So there's an identification as the spiritual seeker by the claiming of the seeking. 
So there's the seeking, there's the claiming of it, and then the, the assumption is, oh, there, there must be a seeker, and then the seeker gets presupposed, and now these are all your spiritual practices. That's when those spiritual practices are reinforcing that which you'd like to get out of. Yeah. Now, this guy, Ramana, said this is the problem, the greatest mystery. I mean, he puts a lot of emphasis on it. Because uh, basically, if you don't see it, you're looking from its effects, yeah? And self can't get out of self. So if you start as self, and the only logic you can have is trying to get out of self, it ain't going to work. Self can't get out of self, yeah? Why is that? Well, because you're not in self. You can't get out of what you're not in. It's impossible. You can't escape from an imaginary place. <laughs> it just can't work. It's not personal. The whole point is that none of it's personal. How you feel is personal, but what's presenting the case has no personalness at all. It's all a stock version most of us are listening to. Yeah, just with different names, but it's the same. It's unclear channel. <laughs> Downloading. It's got a vast monopoly downloading. And if it gets, if there's any threat to the system, it brings out the golden oldies. You're never going to be loved. Uh, yeah, so, what? Yeah, something. You'll be run over. Wait a minute. You've been run over. Oh, yeah, this time it'll be with a bus. Okay. Beyond God, someone's taking something from you. You're going to lose what you got or not get what you want. Yes, be on the alert. And everyone is adversarial. Yeah. It has a field day in separation. Then you believe that thing's going to come by our unity? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. It's ridiculous. It has a completely different agenda. It's a completely. It's like a South River and then, oh, come with me to the North River. They're not going. It's not going to happen. I spent a lot of years, and you probably have too, a lot of people have. Maybe there's 100, 200 years of spiritual practice here. Why did we end up here? And there wasn't even a funeral. Hopefully it's a funeral of self, and if it is, it's already happened. It, you don't have to kill a non-existent thing. <laughs> it's non-existence should tell you that. <laughs> so I'm stoked and it's been a long time it's such good news a lot of shit I hear all day you know could be temporarily good news and then oh this this thing that's going to feed 800 million people oh, good news and then two weeks later you don't hear the message oh we dropped that <laughs> we're not doing that Okay, but this is such great news because there's relief available now, not to you, but from you. Yeah. All your little tricks you can put down. I've sat here so many times over the years. It's incredible. You know, you couldn't find more of a, a better gazing place and who would have thought you'd find it in Marin City? <laughs> yeah. Instead of like in Tibet or, you know, in a fucking holy land. Here we are. It's incredible. Remember when we let those balloons go, those helium balloons? 
we all sat and watched and they went they went past those trees it was amazing yeah 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 so if you have any can you still hear me there mike mike yes oh good all right just making sure you're you're awake still there <laughs> uh, Maria Tarantwish has a has her hand up. All right, great. Hey, hi, um, uh, Paul. I spoke to you a couple of months ago, maybe on one of your twelve step reflections, uh, Zoom calls. Um, I had had um, an experience of what it felt like being held by Christ, um, and that was after essentially going through the first step realizing that like my life was fucked and i had no power to uh to fix it that then faded away and then i felt this loss yeah right and then um so then i've i've really been um listening to a lot of your videos uh both the non-duality and the 12-step reflections and uh, a few nights ago i had a dream Actually, I was processing after, uh, well, whatever, just integrating your video, went to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard the phrase, I am the Antichrist. <laughs> and I, at you first- had, Was the TV on and the movie Omen? No, Could have been no, uh -oh. no. But I think what was, uh, what was um, penetrating was that idea of the foreign installation. Yes. Right. And so at first it, it, it did trigger a, a response in me Yeah, and, cool. it, and it was, and it was fearful. And I know where it came from. It came from like a history of self-hatred and, and a fear of creating in the world because I, um, whatever I would create in my mind, I thought would be used for evil and would become monstrous. And so this is just a, a trauma originating story. And then I saw and then it was like, I popped out of that or that I saw it, there was seeing of it. Yeah. And I realized how tricky the mind is or these thoughts are that it like, it, it came out with all guns blazing. That, well, yeah, I, no, that wasn't that tricky. That was a, like overdoing it there. You are the antichrist. Got it a lot at once. You're the anti. Wow. Yeah, but I, but the way that I, um, I saw it is, is that the filter through which I perceived this was that the false self is anti. Is it's not in alignment with what the truth is of what is, and so in if, if God, if you want to label, you know what is awareness consciousness as as christ or god then then the foreign installation is anti that it's moving away from that so um when i saw that um then i could see like the all the other things that started to throw at me all the other thoughts all of the other attacks and and i just said i see you i see you I see you and I don't know there was this this piece that arose from that and 
I'm my question is <laughs> because that story, uh, that story of you know um, being unable to create, is a sticky story for my life, and uh, you just basically described this whole process, and you said you, you that we would have feelings about whatever arises. So I'm wondering. <laughs> Is just seeing this lie, the foreign installation enough? Do I need to process somehow whatever internal experience is happening or the well, story? This is interesting because it can be and it cannot be. That's up to where you are, yeah? So yeah, seeing it can be all there you need it, and then maybe you need to do something else. But if that's the case, uh, you'll get an inclination. Like I can say something right now and you'll probably have a feeling, well, yeah, I need to do something. Yeah, there you go. But does he, do you always need to do something? No, but if you do, you'll, you'll have a feeling about it. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so and see, the thing about being anything, you know, being the antichrist or whatever, this is, we're seeing everything already, but how we somehow in a habitual way greet what we see, it's, a, it's about us, yeah? And what non-duality is doing, it's changing that, that call and response. You're going to get the same mental call, but we're going to change the response. And that response is going to be, I'm not that. Yeah. Not as like a fucking, you know, you know, I'm not that, but I'm not that. Just an observation. I'm not that, which is being suggested. That's all. And you get into the habit of it. And the beautiful thing is to be what you're not needs tons of reinforcements. The other way doesn't. It's not going to be you're going to see it a couple of times or maybe I don't know how many it doesn't it'll matter it'll be what it is for you but you'll you're not going to be like on guard going I'm not that I'm not that because you're not that it's not going to take as much as the other shit takes to reinforce what you you know this idea of what you're not because it's based on what you are so it's probably going to have it's going to a convincing is going to occur and something is going to get established. So it's going to be the habit now, most of the shit, without having to count how many letters in the sentence, is not about you. It's that's basically becomes the the uh the the response to the call. So the head plays the old tune, has you wants you to get up and dance to it. Now you're not dancing to it. Oh. Oops, oh, then okay, you're the double antichrist, whatever. You'll see, you'll see, it'll play its, it'll overplay its hand completely. You will. And what we like to call it is you'll see the emperor with no clothes. You will, you'll see it. And what hope, my hope is if you see the emperor with no clothes, one of the times you see it, it's going to leap into the recognition, clothed or no, the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, because you're not going to have the peak experience all the time of the emperor has no clothes. You're going to have the vision to see truly, even if it's completely just jammed with regalia, 
it has no clothes. That's it. That's the understanding. That's the that's the clarity of understanding hovering on the I am. Yeah. Yeah. This thing's permeating it, and then it comes through this, and then you see what you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know what it will take for you. You do. So what is it you know that you don't want to know? Just ask that question and see what happens. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, yeah. See what head, see if you respond and give it a name, then you're going to have the experience in, in the New Testament. And that thing that the demon says, we are legion. Yeah. You don't want to have to go through a legion of, you know, all right, I'm not the second in command of the anti <laughs> not not that no it has a much more powerful whack it's yes like the if you if you cut the legs of one appearance you'll see all appearances some respects yes you don't have to go through every one <laughs> yeah yeah so it can be either way, can be no way. You can sit there and you hear, I'm not that, and that's that, or I'm not that, and it seems there's some other goo in there. Maybe I should, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what it will call on you to do. But you will get calls when there's, a, when there's something else more needed, more to do. You'll get a call. Yeah. You'll hear the ring, inform you, or you'll probably meet someone, or something will happen that will bring it on. You know, make it obvious, and then you just you're in the, you know, you accept the dance. You know, okay, do, 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 do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a, I have a, a sense that that it was, it sort of, it did overplay itself. Um, oh, it, it, it did, cause yeah, it, and it was just. Wow. <laughs> it, told you, it could have told you, you know, you're not a nice person, but it went right to you're the antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's overplaying one's hand. There's no other play after that. I mean, he usually has a lot in reserve to overplay it that bad. That yeah. was like the final draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for the share. Anyone else, Mike? Yeah, Mike Clark. Mike Clark. I can't see you, Mike, but uh, we're doing the meeting braille. Mike Clark. Yes. All right. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, it's okay because I can see you. That's all I need. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, this conversation that you were just having really, really rings a bell with me, but uh, I wanted to start back a little bit. And you'd, you'd said several weeks ago that one of the things that keeps you going is knowing that the people's faces are changing out there and that sometimes somebody will come back and report from the other side and uh, be grateful. And, you know, and I, so I have a little report. Yeah. And um, it's not quite from the other side yet, but I can see the other side from here. <laughs> and I have, uh, you know, you were in Mexico. Uh, when was that? February, March, whatever. And uh, we were sitting, I was sitting in the audience and, um, and you were talking and was, we were in this beautiful environment where I've been living. Um, but, and, uh, and I was, this is the first time I'd really heard what you had to say, what anybody had to say about this. 
and I was crying for part of the time and laughing for part of the time. And we, we took a little break and you said, man, you were sponging it up a little bit there, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I guess so, you know. And uh, there, was the, there was a lady that day that I didn't see her, but she was behind me and she left, remember? And then she, she came back the next day and, and told you the story of yeah. how she felt the, the, the permission to leave and you know first time that it ever happened and so and I I just wanted to report that I'm starting from that day um I first of all I asked everybody that I, I knew who was there that day or the next day what they thought and they're all looking at me like I, I don't get it you know I don't get what this guy's saying yeah, and I said well okay so that's okay you know because I, I something happened I got the whack there so I know I don't that's know funny. if you noticed but I got whacked and so <laughs> Ever since then, there's a, there's a, a perspective that starts to show up more and more often, uh, and it's not my perspective anymore. There's this thing that just shows up. There's this guy that shows up that's more cranky than he used to be. There's a guy that's 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 I wouldn't I don't know if repudiating is the word, but it's I'm not that. And I see a lot of opportunities to say I'm not that. Yes. Uh, every fucking day. And um, and as when you said earlier, just today that you know, I'm not every guy on your team is playing for the win. I know exactly what you're talking about. That 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 uh, it still shows up. That's fine. I, I don't mind that. And there's and when I thought if I would have thought if somebody told me that I was going to be cranky, uh, I wouldn't have thought, oh my god, I'm the antichrist. But I would have thought, Jesus, that's not me. Uh, you know, I would have thought uh, there's something else going on here. And and for me to, to for me to be get pissed off and just let it rip and not not be concerned about it um i would have thought well what the hell is that that can't be waking up but yes. uh but <laughs> um it's different things are different and um <laughs> um i'm very grateful to be sitting here and i know it's not even me sitting here but i'm grateful for this experience to be washing Around, I'm washing around in it. I mean, you're, I, I know we're, you're talking about the sort of the, I, the uh, amusement park analogies, and I, my amusement park analogy. I was telling somebody this morning that I feel like I've fallen into the lazy river, and you know, and I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing it. You know, it's just pushing me around, and I'm looking around. Oh, there's the Ferris wheel, or there's the there's the uh, slip and slide, and there's the, you know, the uh, the uh, whatever, whatever, whatever I'm looking at. But I'm, I'm not doing anything. You're just moving me, moving me around. So what the hell? And there are days when I go, what the fuck am I doing? Am I wasting my day? Am I wasting my time? Am I, you know, am I, am I taking my eye off the ball? And I'm like, no, I don't even want to see the ball. And so, and somebody said, well, where are your lessons going to come from now? And I'm like, there aren't any. I don't see any lessons here. There aren't any fucking lessons here. What are you talking about? And uh, it's just different. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that. And that's my favorite thing. People ask me everything and I go, I don't know. That's you know, good. I, I don't know. I really don't. But I, I just had this impetus. I just had this prompting just to say something because you, you said the other day, I said, you look like you've swallowed the canary. And I feel like I've swallowed the canary. And that's that's what I'm yeah. swallowing. I'm just what I'm sitting in my stomach right now. This this dead canary, I guess, you know. <laughs> that's it. Awesome, bro. No, I could see you when you were in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. You were like the sponge soaking shit up. Yeah. Hey, listen, this is, I never go on making new friends tour. <laughs> <laughs> I have one shot. I usually don't get invited back. <laughs> one shot. 
just get out of there in three days. It's usually the MO. Yeah. See, the bullet, the funny thing is, when I'm sitting here hearing it, it's I'm so certain about it. <laughs> Seriously. It's so I mean it's yeah, it's yeah. But we are trying to miss everyone's head. Yeah, we are. We want the unsuspected in a resource to stay unsuspected. It's just like, you know, when you had a place, a, a nice beach or something, and no one knew about it. And then the news gets out. Now there's 50 guys in the water. You know, I mean, the unsuspected place was great when you were in on it. When it became very overly suspected, it changes. Yes. And I have a feeling. I just love that idea of unsuspected in a resource because the head obviously gives name and form to things, yeah, and neuters it that way. That's the first, really, that's the first like sterilization is naming it and giving it form. Okay, that's that, yeah, and then move to the next thing. And the I don't know aspect is the highest form of Zen mind in a way, is don't know. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. And but the point is, I don't care. That's the great joy. I don't. I don't have any interest in looking on my pay scale. Yeah, like getting a coffee later today. That's about it. Yeah, really. And I know my friend here gets it every week, so I'm, I have security for a latte. Just look to the left. Ah, yeah. So. Yeah, and I love every, I mean, I have a lot of feeling for a lot of people here. It's very nice. So, hey, thank you, Mike, very much. Thank you very much. I guess I'm not going to go back to Ajik or whatever. <laughs> well, you, can, you can come anytime. In the meantime, I'll show up where you are, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but I got to say that if, if somebody told me that that uh, the unexpected inner resource was me being no more Mr. Nice Guy, I would have been, I would have called him a liar. <laughs> Well, nice guy, bad guy, both go. Exactly. Whatever. Who cares? It's sort of like if you've been wearing a spiritual girdle, it's nice. Once you get <laughs> this message, it's very disarming. Shit may pop out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been bottled so much. You're probably taking it out on some fucking animal or something somewhere. But you just, you know, it's easy to make amends. Like there's a great thing in the Course in Miracles says, you know, there are no sins here. Everything can be corrected. Yeah. It's dreaming. So you go, hey, I stepped on your toe. It's the action figure. I, I'm not, be, I'm accountable for its behavior. I'm not responsible. Yeah. If my, if the dog I have shits on the neighbor's lawn and the neighbor calls me and says, hey, there's a big shit on my lawn. I think it was your dog. I, I admit it. I'm accountable. I go over there. I clean up the shit and I make an amend and I say, I'm not going to walk the dog near you anymore. Let it go near your house. And then uh, because I'm accountable, but I, I don't, you know, I don't go over taking a shit on the neighbor's lawn for 30 years because I didn't do it. It was a dog. Yeah. The dog is I'm accountable for the dog, but it's not, I'm not the dog. So, yeah, yeah. So you make amends. But I've seen a lot of people, they got that spiritual girdle and you can hear the pops. And then permission comes. <laughs> like that lady who left, Mike, remember? Right. I, 
Right. I had a great conversation with her when she came back on Monday. She was in joy because she believed any spiritual thing she signed up for, she had to stay the whole time, even though she wanted to leave or whatever, just or she missed something. Yeah, she wouldn't get it if I, oh, she had all these old bullshit things. And then she just came off of that hook. And she felt, so she left that Saturday meeting. She came back Monday and she was, oh, I'm so relieved because I didn't have to come here. You know, I just wanted to come. And it, you know, oh, and then we saw her walking down the street and she was like skipping like a little kid. She finally got the bondage of spirits, of spiritual pathing had been lifted. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's, this message is disarming. You're going to get relief from the need to get relief. You're, you're going to be freed from the need to be liberated because you, that which needs to be liberated ain't you. That thing needs liberation and it ain't you. So you're, you're liberated from the need to be get liberated. Yeah? It's, just, it's not what you thought. You're not going to do yourself into the relief. You're going to realize you're not going to do yourself into relief and there's the relief yeah but you'll be very clear you did not get there super clear you did not get to the relief the relief was an unsuspected inner resource or resource that just popped into reality when you popped out of your ass's head and they seem to coincide You'd like it to pop, but if your ass is up, you know, your head's up your ass, it's not going to. So when your head comes out, things start popping. Who would have known? That's great. So anyone else there or we're going to take off? Alex. Alex. All right. Um, Alex. Hi there. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Yes. Um, I, I have a little bit of stage fright, so I hope you'll bear with me. Um, I can't say yet. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> um, where do I start? Um, I, I've had a, kind of a clear seeing a couple of times now, and it was usually triggered by some kind of pointer, but I noticed that the pointer only um, works once and then afterwards when i use it again it's um it doesn't trigger that uh, that clear seeing anymore but it gets kind of intellectualized or absorbed by the intellect yes and um i have also noticed that um when i'm in emotional states like for example resentment anger um sadness uh obsession and so forth these states um i get very easily pulled back into the the character identification and um well um telling telling myself i'm not that doesn't doesn't really work i just have to sit it out the emotions or is there some kind of relief one can get from this well, service also, but the idea that uh, you go back into it, that's, uh, that's not coming from you. So I would apply the, I, you don't apply it. It's just the idea that which says you and you're pictured as Alex as a thing 
is went back into the emotional whatever. That didn't happen, just to tell you the truth. Yeah, that's what we're speaking of. But if it appears to have happened, and of course, then do some service or something. Yeah, don't go read a book if the head is what's getting you go to go somewhere. Don't try to get out of it through the head. Yeah, just do some service or watch so blood the blood, listen to a bird. Yeah, just distract the head. See, if you're there and there's shit and you say there's no shit, but the flies are still hovering, uh, it's not working. So then just do something with the shit. Yeah. Um, like service to whom? I would say a stranger, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a stranger. Like go to a soup kitchen or sign up to... Uh, there's lots of things, yeah? You could go to the kennel and, you know, feed the dogs and probably feel a whole lot different, you know, hanging out with animals. Yeah. I don't know. I just know it works. See, the thing that happens is certain these, these things sort of capture or there's grooves that the interest and attention gets caught in, almost like a, an orbit. Yeah. And when that orbit is happening and the origin of the orbit, let's say, is the mental, you're not going to get out of the orbit through the mental. So you do something. You use your feet, go somewhere, lift some boxes, put some chairs away at a meeting, do something, you know, hold the door open and uh, the attention and interest will leave that groove and probably enrich your day instead of being used to enslave your day. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. why. I, uh, so if you feel like you went somewhere deep when you feel emotion, uh, if that's if you're being honest about that, the honest suggestion I would give you is service, because that um, will out of that feeling that you got into something. It will. Yeah, I have a a, a kind of stupid question. Um, does does the service have to be completely selfless? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, just go. Just put yourself in a position. It doesn't see, let's say I'm giving out soup. The person who's getting the soup doesn't care about my intentions. I'm not going to take it. You're not a selfless servant. No, they want the soup. Yeah. So you're going to deliver the goods, even though you're thinking, oh, I'm not pure enough. That's all selfing to me. Yeah. Just give the person the sandwich and then give the next person the sandwich. Yeah. And then when you go into the head, someone will go oh, and then pull you right out and get the ladle and get, you know what I mean? This, this act, the activity will pull out the habit because your habit to go back in, it'll pull it out. Because these people are in a demand. They need something. They need their fucking soup. They got the whole night out on the streets looking for a refrigerator box. Deliver the goods. Yeah. So, you know, let whatever, let what can judge, judge if you're selfless or not. Yeah. Let's not, I don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe we're inherently selfless. Yeah. We are, we are bereft of self. We are not of self. 
So we are selfless all the time. The head doesn't think so. And so it says, well, let me see on the gauge of selflessness, you were somewhat sincerely selfless, but not <laughs> radical, fucking pure self. <laughs> the head's playing God, bro. You know, Alex, it plays God. It plays God all day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, my, that's my suggestion. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for the, the thought out questions. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I wanted to um, mention, we glossed over the bird. You were talking about service and you mentioned listening to the bird singing. Did you mean that as part of the conversation about service or was that a non sequitur? <laughs> Just a different- no, Well, it's, it will take, again, it will distract your attention to the singing of the bird. And if you so wanna see anything bird. selfless in your day, it's probably gonna be the bird singing. <laughs> okay, so you did not, you did not I, was, I assumed at the, at the as you mentioned it, that you meant it as an example of service because you're president for the bird singing. But no, you didn't mean that. Well, in a way it is service, but I mean just more of a distraction of, of see, having interest in changing the direction of the interest is the same direction of the interest, yeah? So something, you do something that pulls the interest out and then uh, you'll feel different. Because basically, you're at the butt end of interest and attention, really. Yeah. So it's just simple ways. You know, the big, the, the big uh, impediment is these ideas that we could be out of the moment and all this stuff. Yeah. So once they get sort of put out to dry, and now you're just available, like dog shit available you realize you're not getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, this moment, you're here, this moment, you've never been out of a moment. So now you're available and present. Now, I don't know what you're gonna feel like, what you're present to, but you've actually are meeting a very high standard. You're present and available. Therefore, things that would look like heavy work to try to produce a one note of a bird singing can, yes? Because all the heavy lifting's already done, which were all just misunderstandings. Like I could be out of a moment, all this shit. They've been just, they've just been gone. Now you're just here, which makes it quite easy to be here, yeah? So I'm here and then I'm here with the, hear the bird, here to hear, to hear, yeah? I'm here and then, yeah. It's when you think you're not here, that's when a lot of meaning is given. So that's when it can be completely selfish to try to do service because you're trying to get something out of it, right? Same thing, non-duality tends not to be, not to be available to you when you most, most want it. Like a, if like almost a spiritual drug addict, you wanna get a hit and get relief now, it probably won't budge. That's the beauty of it, really. So, if you're available and attention, I'm not looking for the bird for much. One note will capture my attention. I'm not demanding it to change my day. <laughs> so just, yeah, so I'm here walking around and it, so it's what used to be almost impossible is just easy, easy, easy. You can travel lighter, yeah? It doesn't demand much effort, it doesn't. It's really uh, a disarming. Truly, but
but because you're available in here, if you're available in here, you're present. And what's the big goal of spirituality is sense the presence. Well, here you are sensing the presence. Well, I want different things in the presence. Well, there's your fucking opinion. All right. And I'm not that. Here I am. I thought today was incredible. The lady in the black looking for a funeral just blew my mind. Right before the talk, I was like, what? First, the lady came with Mia, the Texas lady. Yahoo! Yeah, I said, she's not going to get this message, this talk. And then the lady, really, black shoes, black stockings. Where She's like, where's the funeral? Where's the funeral? I said, what? I could, it was just like beautiful cameo appearances in this little movie of a day. I just can't, I can't get over it. It was gorgeous, really. She was so sincere looking, where's the fucking dead body? <laughs> just, just blew my mind, really. She walked in right here. So this is what the joy is. What's, you know, do you smell a perfume better in time or in an in, or an instant in a moment? Much more in an instant in a moment. Yeah, that's how you get the smell of a rose. Rose hits you. Da, 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 da. Yeah, there's so much going on that can excite and and entertain and enrich this experience. Yeah, if you're available and present, and you are available and present. Who the hell is letting this head play God? You're already here. Yeah. That's why that lady had such a response. She felt like she was finally given permission. That permission wasn't being withheld by anyone. It was being withheld by her head. The head was playing God. Yeah. And then once she saw that, the permission was readily available. Yeah. Well, you have permission here, you know. Yeah, I'm not trying to earn credits, <laughs> you know, like a coupon book, uh, liquor, satsang, two hours satsang, you know, get a bonus, you know, like frequent fire miles. No, this is here now. You're not going to miss anything in life because you're always here, always here, always here. You haven't missed shit. Yeah. So, hey, anyone else? Yeah. Got uh, Hawaii, Kathy. Hawaii, Kathy. He doesn't want to go there. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for your message today. I got a lot out of it. Um, do you have anything written or would you suggest for the um, six step character defects? Or can you share maybe your... I have it written, I think, in the book Under Arrest, but I can just quickly what, tell what? you now. Under Arrest is one of our books. It's on okay. this, this type of attitude towards the 12 steps and recovery. Okay. Uh, but let me just... Step six and seven. This is from my own thing. Then we're going to go, eh? Yeah. Step six and seven, in recovery, there's a 12-step program, yeah? And one of the, 
the first, the working steps are four through nine. So the fourth step is you do an inventory about manifestations of self in one's life, something foreign to you that's living through you. And you're calling it yours all day. Yes, this identification of self. And then you share that with a, as a fifth step with another person. And that hopefully will bring about a more clarity of recognition of what's happening, of the patterns of how self has defeated us, us being not self, yeah? And then what happens is as you stay sober, more gets revealed, the shit coming through the head a lot, yeah? And now you see that as not you and you bring it to step six and seven, which is I'm entirely ready. And now I've, the whole idea of a power, the higher powers, you know, God, Buddha, nature, whatever. So I'm entirely ready, which is six, to have this stuff I'm seeing or feeling removed or reconfigured. And then step, step seven is, and I humbly ask this power to remove it or reconfigure it. There you go. So more and more about what you're not is constantly going to be revealed. And when it's revealed, and instead of your reaction is, it's me, this is, it's not you, you bring it to six and seven and let it get recycled. It's like putting it through a process. It'll come back like, and all the, you know, like the, all the ornaments that you were stuck with will be melted back to the form, the gold, and now the gold will enrich your day. So yeah, steps six and seven to me are the most active act working steps when, you st when you're staying sober. After you've done the 12 steps and now you're in the process of, of recovery, steps six and seven become very, very useful because a lot of shit's gonna be revealed that you're not. And you just put it into that shoot yeah, and uh, it's sort of like you put out the garbage. I don't stay up all night looking if the garbage man comes. I have faith the garbage man comes Tuesday. And so Tuesday morning, I'm out, the garbage is taken. Yeah, do I have to know why, how, when? I don't care. All I want is the garbage to be removed. I don't care, you know, how long it took or anything. Just, yeah, put it out there. So that's step six and seven. Okay, thank you. That's and, great. This view, yeah. Okay, Mike, anyone else? Uh, gotten tan. Be nice. What? No. Nope. Anyone? No? No. Nope. Esther. Esther just put her hand up. Oh, Esther, let's uh, make it quick. All right, honey, please. Of course. I just wanted to say that yesterday I was telling Alan that it's so practiced to um, to be in a problem and and that the suffering uh, hasn't been enough, it felt like. And then today, after he's talking to me, um, the re the relief is there, and and the uh, I'm just I'm just available. And the message, hearing the message, it's just like you go to sleep. And I was telling him last night. I was telling him I I just want to die. And he says he says let's examine that. Um, what what wants to die like who is that i and and it's just interesting how the message lands and and the experience is completely different yes thank you thank you yes esther it's it's working yeah 
That's the point. Yeah. yeah. And therefore, it has nothing to do with you that it's working. So you don't have to be worried that it's going to stop working. Yeah. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with you that it's working. <laughs> so you didn't turn it off and you know you're going to turn it off. No, you didn't do anything. Yeah. Yes, this is very disarming. You have to see all the mental busyness is being used not for what you think it's being used for. It's being used to reinforce this idea of being a separate entity with unique qualities. Yeah. It's served this point, but it's it's overdoing it now. And you can you can just be relieved of that and travel lighter through the rest of this day anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing of wanting to know what's going to happen uh, about things. Um, it's not get, even just, yeah, just get just getting comfortable with 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 not needing to know, and just practicing that yeah. weightlifting of that. Yeah, and you will. And the thing is, when you get comfortable, you will be comfortable because this works. Yeah. 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 Thank you. This comfortability begets more comfort because you're on to something finally. Yeah. yeah. If you were trusting in something that wasn't trustworthy, you can tell. And therefore, the opposite can also be told when you're relying on something that's reliable. And the effects are vastly different. You're going to have an easing comfort and an assurance without any moment-to-moment -moment evidence. And you're just going to travel lighter. And you're going to lose interest in all this mastering up in the head or falling. You will. Yeah. 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 Thank the, you. the unsuspected inner resource is what hears satsang. Esther never hears satsang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's what's hearing it. That unsuspected inner resource we all share is hearing a song we all know very, very, very well. Yeah. The head wants to keep interrupting it with but or whatever. And, you know, that's included. That, that little static doesn't take away the meaning of the song. It's just that simple. And after a while, you can cohabitate a lovely space with some chaotic little, you know, enterprises here and there. It's fine. Yes. yes. Yeah. The volume of the head, the head has no volume control. It's your interest and attention that's giving it the, the, the volume. If you lose interest and in Esther, the volume is going to go down. It's that simple. The thoughts are not loud. The thoughts become loud when they're held as your thoughts. Yes. Seriously. Yes. Our thoughts. We are giving everything all the meaning it has. You're into the Course of Miracles. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's not a physics equation. It's meant to be noticed, to see that's actually what's happening in your life. You and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. That's a comprehensive statement. Yeah. We are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah. We seem to start as the dreamt, and the dreamt is not the dreaming. 
the dreaming is the dreamt, but the dreamt is not the dream. Yeah, so yeah. that's my final whack. Hey, thank you, everyone. Paul, Paul, uh, Alexander has something, and I asked. He said it's quick. Uh, unless it's about a thousand bucks, it's not gonna. All right, let's go. Come on, where is he? Yeah, one question. Uh, like, how did you see you're not the body? How do you see you're not the body? That's yeah. not quick. You lied to me, Alexander. <laughs> just like one quick, like just a very quick. Question. Well, I don't know how Sorry, you're going to see you're not a body. <laughs> he slipped okay. by. But they're seeing there's not a body, yes. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to make it up, how you saw it, you're not a body, but they're seeing that there's not a body. All right? All right. All right. Now you get your next few days to come up with another. <laughs> Where are you anyway? Let me see, Alex. I recognize Alex. There's an Alex and there's Alexander. Oh, I see Alexander. All right, Alex. Nice to see you, bro. I couldn't see anything in the sun. All right, let me say goodbye. Look at all these lovely people. We have a coffee and a, and a gluten-free muffin. All right, all right. So uh, here we go. Hey, Kathy, nice to see you. Alexander, nice to meet you, my friend. Mike, as always, thank you. Hey, Mike, we're going to do something in Great Barrington, I think. Oh, two talks, one in Hudson and one in Great Barrington? Yeah, it will be Thursday night. I think Vita got back and she's trying to set it up, so I'll let you know. Oh, cool. Yeah, Thursday night. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Richard H., nice to see you. Esther, as always. Hopefully, I'll run into you in a couple of weeks, Esther. We've got, uh, I don't see this person's name, but I can't see it. It's right next to Richard. Oh, Richard A. From freaking London. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see you, Richard. I would have, uh, I would have enlarged your square if I could. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm blinded by the sun, literally. Nice to see you, Richard. All is well? Oh, great, great. Very happy to see Richard. Kerry, getting ready for Greece. Uh Maria in Toronto. Uh, Dana, nice to see you, Dana. Sherry, thank you for your donation today, Sherry. Vlad. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we got that song. <laughs> Dennis W., nice to see you, my friend. Akila, I think I got the name, yes? Okay. Mike Clark, yes, bro. You have the same look like you had on when you were sitting in front of me in Mexico, it's great. Michael C., he's uh, gone completely vert uh, horizontal, that's good. Mika, nice to see Mika, Jan, Kristan. Tariq, in a week, Tariq, you got to get out of Dover. Suki, Sukai, Endur. Uh, Tom, Marty, Sharon. All right, let me get back. 
Uh, Bill Churchman, I'll talk with you too. I will talk to you at the other meetings this week. Don O, Brian, Minnesota, Sharon's iPhone, Roman, my man, Chris, uh, Greg, Minneapolis. Thanks, Paul. Hey, Chris, I think we're going to try to do something in Great Barrington 30. I think what day it is, the 15th, I think, June. Me? We'll let you know. Miss Amelia, save me, honey, save me. Uh, Jay, Nanette, oh, there she is. She's got the candle going. Zoe, as always, in Arkansas, Alex, seven. Diana, Andrew, nice to see you again, Andrew. Richard T, Sally Underwood, Alan O. If I missed you, uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you for uh, 